Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we're talking about Secret Invasion, Episode 1. Finally, a new series is here, and we're all very excited about it. Uh, I guess we'll talk about the big, I don't know, stink about it first. Um, Because I don't think that it's deserved. Uh, So, everyone is upset about the opening credit sequence for this series and the fact that Marvel used AI to generate it. I don't see what the problem is. I think it's cool. I think it fits the series very well. I think that, you know, as someone who has played around with some of that, uh, text to video AI generator stuff, it's in its like infancy stage. So the fact that they were even able to get it to do what they got it to do, I think is, amazing um and again i think it looks really cool i think it a hundred percent fits the feeling and the themes of this series so anyone out there who is complaining about it what are you actually complaining about are you just upset because other people online are upset or do you really not like it and if so let us know why you don't like it um so we'll get that out of the way first uh now on to the episode the fun stuff so episode starts we have uh, agent ross he's back again and this time he's a little sketchy something happens in this scene that i wanted to figure out if anyone else knew what it was figured out what it was at about two minutes in to this episode uh while ross is speaking with agent prescott uh there isn't audio glitch it sounds sort of like uh, as someone who worked on movies before it sounds like maybe the audio person missed martin freeman delivering a line and didn't boost the audio like the rest of it um but at the same time it doesn't look like he's speaking so it I don't know what the sound is. 
It sounds like somebody saying something, but it's a little garbled. It's very distant. I'm interested if this is a clue, if this was a mistake, if this is something that will come back later. Um, for you listeners who have listened to us from the beginning, I'm feeling a little bit like I did with the French tattoo in the Captain America Winter Soldier series, um, where, you know, I saw the tattoo, I thought it was a clue or a hint, I translated it, and it was just nothing, and I have a feeling that's what this is too, but, I don't know, in a series like this that's all about, like, mystery and deception and who's who, I don't know, I think it might be something, uh, so... Anyway. We found out in the series that the scrolls, who we did think were good um, because of Captain Marvel, we found out that they're just, they need a home. And Nick Fury promised to find them a home, and it's 30 years later, and he still hasn't. Um, this has caused some, you know, reasonable upset amongst the scrolls, uh, especially among the younger ones who have gotten really disillusioned with Earth's promise to help them find somewhere for them to settle. And so we have this rebellious faction that is trying to take over Earth so that they will finally have somewhere to live. In our opening scene, we find out that uh, Martin Freeman, or somebody is trying to be Martin Freeman, a, a scroll. And so we're not sure what's really going on with uh, the actual character whose name escapes me. I'm sorry. I know they said it three or four times, but I don't have it in my notes. <laughs> We also found out that uh, Dermot Mulroney is the president and that Rhodey is working for him. And poor Rhodey is always having to clean up everybody's messes and deal with all of their personal stuff. So we see a stressed out Rhodey in the beginning of this episode. Um, we see Nick Fury coming back to Earth after all this time where he's been up on the uh, spaceship thing. And he's been saying that what he's doing is very important and everybody thinks he's just kind of covering that he does have something that is keeping him from Earth. And they keep saying that he's not really been himself since the blip, which is reasonable because recall, as we saw in this episode in a Loki-esque flashback to death, he was one of the ones who got blipped. He was gone during that time and was later resurrected. And so scrolls are feeling somewhat betrayed. Uh, Nick Fury is back on Earth trying to figure out what he's going to do about this invasion with these terrorist incidents that seem to involve the scrolls. And then he gets kidnapped by Olivia Coleman. I either did not know Olivia Coleman was going to be in this or I forgot, but what a delightful surprise. We do get a nod towards Union Jack. Uh, who's a character in the comics, sort of like uh, Britain's Captain America. Um, so we we get to basically see this interaction between uh, Sonya Fallsworth and Nick Fury, where she's basically sort of having this conversation about like what's going on, what the future's like, why is he back, things like that. Um, but she also mentions uh, being upset that Meg, er, that Mysterio and Spider-Man destroyed her <laughs> expensive flat. 
Uh, so that was a funny nod. But she is tied to... Well, I guess she's not tied. We don't know if she's tied to him, right? Um, but James Montgomery is... James Montgomery Fallsworth, excuse me, uh, was one of Captain America's Howling Commandos in the comics. James is also the person who becomes known as Union Jack. So could Sonia Fallsworth be a relative? Could she come in as Union Jack? Or maybe does she have a son and her son comes in as Union Jack? Maybe Union Jack is going to be one of the like new age Avengers. Um, you know, he's going to come in and fight with some of the younger heroes and he'll be a younger hero himself. Are we going to see any other nods to Union Jack in this? That would be interesting. Sort of a, you know, off the side character that maybe doesn't have any any real purpose in this other than like maybe we see his suit in the background or something like that. I think that would be cool. Um, but you know me. I always like when they add more heroes in. Um, we learn a little bit about New Skrullus, which is where the, the like... Rebellion scrolls are trying to build a new society for themselves, uh, which at first you're like, well, why is that so bad? Uh, but then you find out that they've been like kidnapping people and putting them in these weird pods where they like store people to be shells for scrolls later. Um, you also find out that they've been like going out and destroying things and blowing stuff up, uh, which, you know, is never good. But I want to know a little bit more about how the scrolls work. We see them uh, basically, like, I don't know, sacrifice one of these human pods to a new scroll that came in so that he could take the shell, but also take the memories. Do they... I, I assume they, like, take the memories but keep their own memories as well so it's more like they take the memories so that they understand who this person was and then they can like have mannerisms or whatever that the person had but do they take the memories does it replace any of what they were before and like what other abilities does this give them uh Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice! Yeah! 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I think it's, right now it's kind of vague on, on how it works. So I'm wondering if we'll get more explanation of that as the series goes on. Maybe not. Um, we get a few scroll names, at least, uh, from the comics. We get, I'm probably not going to say any of these right, but Pagan, Zerksu, and Kriga. Uh, in the comics, um, Pagan was the first scroll that the Avengers found infiltrating their ranks. Their ranks. Uh, he was imitating Elektra, so... We're seeing some, you know, is he going to be the one that becomes the first Avenger to infiltrate them? Like, I, I don't know. I, I wonder if we're even going to get Avengers in this series. Like, are we going to get any recognizable character cameos or crossover stuff? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's interesting. That's, you know, again, that's this whole series is who's going to show up and are they going to be who they say they are? I don't know. Um, we get introduced to a couple new characters uh, and a couple characters that we've seen before, um, but we get S.H.I.E.L.D. Director Keller back, um, but we know that it's not the same Keller in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, different Keller. So keep those separated. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I guess, was never fully vested as a part of the MCU. So Amelia Clark is playing Gaia, who's the daughter of Talos, meaning she was a young character back in Captain Marvel, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, but now she is grown, and she is one of the leaders in the Scroll Resistance that's trying to take over Earth. Um, I am not sure why they cast Amelia Clark in this role. I think she is a wonderful, phenomenal actress, but I don't think that this is really making the most of her strengths because I know that she played like a tough, awesome, strong ruler lady, uh, Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones. Um, she was, she did a great job in that and I really liked that character. But she also managed to bring a lot of vulnerability to Daenerys, you know, leading up to the whole losing her mind thing there at the end. Sorry, spoilers for Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, but this character so far hasn't really allowed her that kind of range. I guess they were just like, we need somebody who can play tough. Um, 
But so far, Gaia has been a little one-dimensional, so I'm hoping that they expand on her character as the series goes on. Um, let's see. We have Nick Fury's crisis of faith that is a big deal in this episode, like we alluded to earlier. Um, we find out that these scrolls are kidnapping the people that they are replacing and keeping them there on their uh, secret resistance base. Uh, that they only serve scroll food and make scroll wine there, which I saw one of their scroll foods, which looked like a weird, upsetting blue bell pepper. That that dude was really excited to eat, but it made me very leery of scroll wine in particular. Um, we uh, we know that Talos and some other scrolls are wanting to stop the resistance because they are hurting humans. Um, but again, we've got this faction that is bent on taking over Earth, replacing us, and finally settling in their new homeland, which is our homeland. Um, we have one really big moment at the end of this episode, um, and it's a disappointing one because, uh... It was Maria Hill being killed by a scroll who's imitating Nick Fury. And so whenever Nick goes to help her, she says, it was you. And he insists that it, it wasn't. But I had hoped that this series would be a way for us to see more of Maria Hill. Because she's been in several movies, but she's only been in really, really small parts in them. And she's such a cool character, lots of fun. And it seemed like since this one involved Nick Fury so much, that it would be a great chance for it to also involve Maria. But she got shot, almost immediately died, which I, I do think is uh, somewhat unrealistic. I know that this is a show about space aliens who are shapeshifters and everything, but I do think it takes a little bit longer than that to bleed out from the stomach. Anyways, um... And then the end credits come up and it says special guest Colby Smulders, who is the actress who plays her. So not only is it really sad that this happened to Agent Hill, but it's also sad that we don't, we'll never get to get more from this character. We'll never get to see her more fully involved in this particular storyline that could have been such a cool opportunity. The biggest i guess spoiler and sort of strange choice um was we get a pretty big death in this first episode so if you haven't already watched it then i suggest you go watch it before continuing with the podcast but um after there's all the big explosions um and you know all of our main cast has been sort of separated in this crowd uh we find out that Maria Hill gets shot and killed. Um, I guess, you know, it's Marvel. There's a chance that she didn't die, but I highly doubt it uh, based on just how the episode ends. Um, camera base, like, zooms up from her. She's sort of bleeding out on the ground and then has her last breath and then that's where it ends. So I think that she's dead. I don't think that she's going to come back. Um, 
I don't know if this is maybe Kobe's uh, way out of the MCU, if she wanted to be done playing Maria Hill. I don't know if this is a choice that the writers made to maybe have her come back as a scrawl later. I, I don't know, but I definitely was not expecting that uh, in the first episode of this series. So big stuff happening, lots of questions already. Um, and I guess we're gonna, we're just gonna take it one episode at a time <laughs> and hopefully get the answers that we want. Um, but also probably just as many more questions. So I thought this first episode was really interesting. Uh, where it could lead in the MCU uh, is really, really cool. I feel this feels like a show that is actually going to be setting up some pretty big stuff that will reverberate through the movies, and that's exciting for us. So I'm anxious to see what next week brings. Definitely join us next week as we continue watching through this new series uh, and try to get some sort of answers and figure out how is this at all going to affect the greater MCU with the movies. Uh, are we going to get scrolls in the movies now? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's pretty exciting. So The question this week will be, who do you think is not who they say they are and is in fact a scroll? It could be anybody uh, in the MCU right now. It could be people that we haven't even seen in the series. But if you think that someone is, an, is actually a scroll in the MCU uh, and you have a case to argue that, let us know. Argue your case. Join us next week, and we'll talk to you on it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.